Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. Welcome to this glorious mess, Little Kids, Mamma Mia's best podcast for humans with kids under the age of five. My name is Tegan Natoli and I have three kids under three. I'm the co-owner of Bump Day Spa. And who are you? I'm Lee Campbell. I am the co-owner of one child, (laughs) Alexander. And I'm also Mamma Mia's executive editor when I'm not on maternity leave. And don't forget, you can also listen to our sibling show, This Gross Mess, Big Kids, hosted by Andrew Datto and Holly Wainwright, which drops every Friday in the same feed that you find us. So today we're going to chat. We're going to have a shit of a time. (laughs) So shitty. Because we're talking about toilet training. I'm in the thick of it, I am literally. dying to hear all about oh, this. Oh, I don't know why. Have you learnt anything? No, I have no idea what I'm doing oh, as good. usual. I've done no research. I've bought a potty, so I figured that that's a good step. But, um, yeah, look. Oh. What is a potty? Is it just like a plastic well, tiny look, toilet? there is quite a wide variety. Yeah, I wondered this. <laughs> yeah. And then do you still have to empty it? Of course, it doesn't empty itself. <laughs> oh, so there's like no plumbing <laughs> No or storage attached, babe. <laughs> but you can get like the little bum seats for the toilet. And so they can climb up onto the toilet. So, but the twins just turned two. Why are you starting? Uh, um, not that I know when you start, but that seems early for me. They, look, they've shown signs, if that's what you call them. They're very aware when they do a wee or a poo. They'll come up, mummy, change bum. So mm. they hate having a poo in their nappy. And they're very aware of when they're doing what. So I thought I'd just give it a try. Also, I spend so much money on nappies. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I've got three babies in size four. So I can't oh, even. Oh, Banjo in the same size as the girls? Yeah, he has been for a long time because he's unit. So I figure if I can toilet train the twins, that's two less nappies mm. per what every two hours that I'm going through. So so how's yeah. it going then? Oh, look, Samara's very open to it. She copied the girl on the box of the potty and had a sit down, grabbed a book and had a sit and a read on the loo. Cute. Indiana is petrified. She's petrified of not having her nappy on because mm. she's very comfortable. Must be like a control thing. Yeah. So that's one of the things I'm, I'm dealing with her being comfortable Freeballing it basically mm. without the balls. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so the other day I brought the potty home and I was getting them comfortable sitting on it. And I've got like a little stash of M&Ms so that if we have any success, then we all have a celebration. The other day that we were having nudie time and Indiana accidentally did a poo in the potty. So like she ran up, she's like, poo, 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 poo. And so I'm like, oh, she wants to do a poo, poo. She's not going to do it in the potty. I'm like, just come sit on the toilet. Try sit on the toilet. And she'd already done one in the toilet. And I was like, oh my God, yes. Like this is only the second day after I bought the loo. So we yeah. did like a song and a dance and everybody got an M&M, even Samara, <laughs> even Benjo, even I had one. And it was like the best celebration. And we were she like, oh, this is easy. So confused. She was kind of like. But wait, I just did a poo, like not in my nappy. Yes. So I well, think. I guess because they're gone from like that's normal one day, then the next day, no, no, don't do it there. They're like, huh? yeah. So that's the only success we've had on it. Okay. Is, has think, there been mess? 
Uh, Samara's done one wee on the floor, and it's okay. funny because this is after she'd sat on the potty for about five minutes and then went to get a banana off the table and, <laughs> and weed all over the floor. I'm like, really? I don't think you're getting the idea of what the potty's for. But, look, I think it's just a matter of setting aside some time, you know, where you are at home and mm. you maybe yeah, you get the nappies off. Yeah, you have to time to it's it. It's kind I think of it's... like sleep training, I suppose. Yeah, you need to be home and you next, need to like, have... Proper yeah. training. Because yeah. I don't know, obviously we're not there, although I have read articles online that you can um, toilet train like a newborn baby essentially. <laughs> oh, but like life How's isn't hard enough. For you? <laughs> I would be the type of person that would do it. No, but honestly life's not hard enough. Like yeah. why would I do that? And I think I've read that boys are generally a little bit later than girls anyway, mm. which I guess is why I was surprised that the twins are starting at two. Yeah. But what I want to know is before you even get to toilet training, like Alexander's nearly too long for the change table. When did you start? Do you change the girls on the floor oh, or on their yeah. Bed or something? I just change them anywhere, to be honest with you. So when did you stop using a change table? For Bandra, I don't think I've ever really used one. Oh, wow. For the twins, I don't know. I kind of, I'm a very good nappy changer, I must say. I've very had. can do it on the fly no matter I what. I can, and I'm quick and I'm fast. I kind of have to be because there's three of them running around. But also, I'm a very good nappy applier. I mm. very rarely have had any poo explosions. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a quick wherever I am. I'm pretty good at a nappy application, I must say, because <laughs> I make sure that the seal, like yes. around the legs, is like in the right yes. spot. Yes, and the straps, like where you stick it, yes. the other side has to be pulled right around. Yes, to it has the to back. be just so. You I can't get, have one more than the other. That's right. I have to get. I get so upset at my husband. I'm like, oh. That's not even. And as the toddlers get bigger, do the poos get bigger? Yeah. Oh, they just vary. It really is diet dependent. So. Oh, God. I mean, Alexander's obviously on proper solids now. So I have got like more human poo than like what formula poo, which I would love to just go back to that. And it's just amazing because when it's your own poo, you don't really examine your own poo. Like you just wipe and flush. Yes. But when your face is in your toddler's poo, you're like, oh, there's the grape you ate yesterday. Oh, there's some corn you had for dinner. So it took 36 hours to digest that. (laughs) And you really find yourself becoming way too interested in shit. (laughs) Do you have to poop? Always. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. So as we always do, we love chatting to someone who knows what they're actually talking about. So our expert for this week is Danielle Strap. She has a background in child health nursing and she is the owner of Toileting Tots. And she has three kids of her own. So Danielle, welcome to the show. Lee's going to jump straight into our first question. So all things toilet training, I have a small baby, so I'm not there yet, but I'm terrified of when we get there. When yes. is a good time roughly to start toilet training your toddler? So, look, often children between about two and three, often girls will show a little bit more of an interest first, and that interest can be them actually telling you that they've done a wee or a poo in their nappy. Some kids will start ripping their gear off and not want to be in the nappy when they've done a wee or a poo. Often other ways of having knowing would be if the child is, you know, able to be dry for up to two hours, so you're not changing the nappies as regularly. They can usually start to follow simple instructions because we need to remember that learning 
to potty train or use the toilet, you actually need to follow 11 steps in sequential order multiple times a day. So we need to be able to see in the child that they're able to start sequencing and that sequencing often happens between the age of two and three. And they may be starting to show an interest in being a little bit more independent with some of their own what we call activities of daily living. So that means they might want to start putting on their own pants or taking their pants off or putting on their own skirts or dresses, something that they're they're starting to be aware of their body and what's going on. I have two-year-old twin toddlers, so I'm right in the thick of it and I've just bought a potty and I've got all the gear and no idea. So I feel like my twins have started to show signs, but it's actually funny. One of them is so much more interested in the potty and the other one is petrified of it. So is that a sign that a child's not ready if they're not responding to the potty itself? It's not necessarily that they're not ready. And I often, to reassure you, twins very commonly, you will have one that is all over an activity and one that's a little bit more wanted to sit back and see what's happening first. And that's quite common. And often twins, in my experience with toilet training, one will do quite well, the other one will need a little bit of a help and a nudge, but will often follow the lead of maybe the more dominant twin in that relationship. So that's quite common. When a child is showing a little bit of um, hesitancy towards using the toilet or the potty, you've got to make it a bit of fun Mm. and make it normal. Don't make it a big thing. So I wouldn't be, you know, bringing it out and saying, right, today we're getting our gear off and we're just going to use the potty. I would be bringing it into their part of their day a little bit slower. I always say when you're working with kids initially, your first job is getting them to learn to sit on the potty for five minutes a couple of times a day. And a great way of doing that is put a toy box next to the potty. I mean, toilets and potties are pretty boring when you just got to sit there (laughs) doing nothing. So kids need something to do. So put a toy box next to that potty. I always say put things in like, you know, some bubble wrap where they have to squeeze bubbles or lift the flat books or a little car that makes, you know, noise when you press the buttons. Things they can play with and squeeze and move and use while they're sitting on that potty. And these are only toys they play with while they're sitting on the potty. So that creates an interest and a want to actually sit there and play with these selected toys. I was wondering if you you think your child's ready and then you start and then it's pretty apparent that they're not. Is it okay to stop and try again in six months time or, or something like that? Absolutely. Definitely. I always say you've you've got to give it a solid week though. And by a solid week, I will say there are some little kids out there that will need to solidly have wee accidents and maybe a poo accident on your floor several times a day for a good week before I always say that brain and bum connection takes off. And that can be quite normal for some kids. So you need to give it a solid shot for a week. In saying that, if your child is getting very distressed or they're holding their wheeze or poos for long hours or days, and even with a lot of nurturing and kindness, they're not really a willing participant, then definitely stop, go back to nappies. And you know, there's certainly other things you can put into practice to keep them on the toileting journey, but maybe you do need to wait maybe three months or six months before you give it another go. That's very amazing advice because I just am worried about starting and then having poo all over my house. (laughs) The germaphobe Um, here. Yes, I am a germaphobe. I wanted to know because I've heard friends, and I'm guessing this is a cop-out, but I'm not, not at the stage yet. They're like, it's daycare's problem. Daycare can teach them. What are your thoughts on that? 
Look, I work with a lot of mums and dads and I work with children will learn best from mum and dad at home and then it transfers out of the home. Mm. There is certainly a role for daycare, absolutely, but for most children, you'd learn at home in your in your safe environment, in the environment you feel most confident. At daycare, you've got a carer looking after multiple children. At home, there's mum and dad and maybe a couple of kids. So mum and dad will be able to help them learn about when their body is telling them that they need to do a wee or a poo. And that's a big part for kids. They need to understand urge. I spend a lot of time in my office talking to parents about, you know, when you feel the urge to wee or poo, tell your child. So if you have a busting wee, say, oh, I've got a busting wee, I've got to go to the toilet, or I can feel my poo pushing in my bottom, I'm going to the toilet. Because kids have to understand urge. When you look at a child and you just say, hey, do you have a wee or do you have a poo? I don't mm. know. And I they guess that makes so much things. sense because they've just been allowed to go freely and not think about mm. it. And then all of a sudden you're saying, hang on, hold on. And they're like, huh? I've never even thought that about that. That's exactly right. I call it free-ranging. Often the kids are free-ranging in nappies and then one day we sort of go, you know, somewhere between two and three, wow, we better start toilet training. Let's kind of get the gear off and get into it. But we really have to think about the lead up to that and, you know, teaching them when you know as an adult you need to go by simple language, busting wheeze, pushing poos, you know, farting means a poo's coming, <laughs> giving them the heads up about urge. So, you know, there's lots of toilet talk in the lead up, but you're teaching. And regardless of the child's language skills, they know, and I, you know, I've got three kids myself, they understand so much more than we give them credit for. Yeah. So talking about it just generally and having that language flow will often set some really good foundations in the lead up to actually toilet training, so to speak. And you said earlier to normalise the potty. When yes. there is a successful potty deposit, <laughs> do, yes. do we make a fuss? Do we give them an M&M and say, yeehaw, you did it, well done? I'm actually going to say it depends often on the personality of the child, mm. okay? You will have some children that will go in and they'll do a wee and they're going to be happy with a high five and a hug <laughs> and a well done and off they go. Then you're going to have other personality kids where they're looking at you going, I put in so much effort here, you've got to give me something bigger <laughs> than a high five. You know, there will be some children that will need that tangible reward, a sticker or an M&M or, you know, some children will need a little bit more. My rule of thumb is when a behaviour is normalising, children will stop asking for reward. Mm. So when they've been weeing successfully on the potty and they just go in and call, hey, I did a wee, and then they go back to playing or watching telly, that says to me that behaviour is normalised. So they don't need as much reward for that action. So when they are not asking, you can pretty much presume your child's got this. Yeah. If they are asking, they're saying, hey, I'm thinking about this a lot. This is important to me and it's obviously important to you, mum and dad, so I need to hear that you've seen me do this That's so great. that you keep rewarding. That's awesome advice. And just quickly... With the toilet training, you start in the day. Do you attack the night at the same time or does that come a little later? That always comes a little later. Rule of thumb is when a child's been fully toilet trained well for wheeze and poos during the day, they will usually become dry overnight. So, you know, within the 12 months um, from when they started toilet training during the day. Some kids can take a little bit longer to, to get dry overnight. 
And really, we don't see, we, we consider children toilet training at night time up until the age of five. So I always say focus on your days, get that squared away, feel confident with daytimes, and then see how they go up until the age of five years. And Danielle, probably the last question, I mean, I'm finding this fascinating, I could talk about poo all day, but I wanted to know if that nighttime is still um, a bit of an issue, do you recommend any products like the beds that have the alarm or anything like that? I think what's important is if your child is sort of getting to the age of five, six and seven and is still very much wetting through at night, it's important to actually go and have a speak to your GP or your child health nurse because you need to look at family history. A lot of the time there's a strong family history of bedwetting. We need to look at why is this happening? How's the child responding? Are they actually waking up? Are they sleeping through that bedwetting? And then I always suggest you get some good support and education. A lot of toilet training issues, and I spend a lot of time working with parents with toilet training issues during the day. A lot of these things can be helped and worked through with good education for parents and helping parents to understand how their role contributes to what might be going on and how their role will contribute to making it and helping their child learn how to do it better. So I think at that point, if you are concerned, I would be speaking to your GP or your child health nurse. Fantastic. Danielle, thank you so much. You are such a wealth of knowledge. We've loved having you on the show. Hopefully we'll have you back soon. That'd be great. I can talk about this all day. <laughs> Thanks, Danielle. Okay. What, the, what the? What the? What the? Parenting? W-T-F. I feel like we're in a FM radio week. station. Do you want me to go first? Yes, always. I love a Lee rant. Okay, go, go, it's go. not a rant this time. Oh. I know. I thought I'd mix it up a, a bit pos- lighthearted. A positive. So my child's on the move and, of course, in the... Advanced, room. obviously, so advanced. because he's only, what, seven months? All the babies in mother's group are. Your child's just a blob. Yeah. <laughs> he only sorry. started crawling the week he turned one. <laughs> well, my very advanced child is on the move. And so we've got the playmat out. He's got 17,000 toys. Mm. But, of course, he wants the one thing that is an adult item. Mm. No matter what it is, he just wants to crawl to that. Oh. So, I'm so in there's the not one specific one? No, just no, all anything. Yeah. Anything that he's just not meant to touch and there's a thousand things for him. So yeah. I was in the kitchen the other day and I could hear his little shuffle and then he goes quiet and I'm like, uh-oh. Mm. We've got three wicker baskets under the TV that store all his yeah. toys. So I thought, I looked and I could see he was near the baskets. I thought he was reaching for a toy. No, no, he was eating the basket. The basket. And because yeah. he's teething and he's covered in saliva, <laughs> his whole face was just covered in basket and saliva. Like the sawdust. He literally looked like a dog and he looked up at me and he was so happy. And Uh, like the baskets have got little chew marks where my child uh, has eaten the baskets. So now I know why parents have plastic Mm. boxes because... I don't know if he's going to keep – he really goes for them every time now. He's I like, mm, like once, you be, once you become a parent, you can't have anything nice decorative. It's no, just I mean, they're just from Kmart, but they look semi-nice as opposed to like an ugly yeah, plastic like thing. Yeah, like one of those tubs. Yeah, so mm. I'm going to have to get tubs yeah. or just let him keep eating the The basket. Well, raffia. if it kept him happy, enjoy. Maybe mm. it's cheap food. Maybe it's a bug. Like <laughs> It's a bug thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did send it to my sister's group. One of my sisters has a rabbit and she's like, oh, and she sent me a picture of all her <laughs> baskets eaten by rabbits. And I was like, yeah, but mine's Human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is What's yours, mine? please? Well, look, I'm going on a holiday in the middle of the year. We're going on a child-free oh holiday God. for two weeks to Europe. I'm, I'm going to brag because you know what? I've <laughs> done my time. You. I'm really excited about it. I'm not going to lie. so jealous. You'll probably hear about it every week until I go. Yes. I booked in like our parents for babysitting like two years ago. I'm like, we're going to As soon as they were born. Europe. Yeah. 
for a 40th. We need you guys. But anyway, long story short, I want to get into shape like before we go. So it's six months, you know. That's a good lead time. Yeah, (laughs) surely that should be enough. But I just joined up to an eight-week challenge. So Of what? At the gym, like an (laughs) eight-week challenge where you eat good and you train. (laughs) You so obviously don't know what you're doing. Yeah, no idea. But to start, you had to take the like before photos. Anyway... I didn't think I was that bad, but I'm like, babe, can you just take these photos for me? In your knickers? Yeah, like in my undies, like full. And I like kind of breathed out, like so that I didn't look good. Yeah, so the afters look better. Duh. But I got my husband to take these photos, like front, back, side on of me just in my like undies. Oh my God. I looked at these photos and I just looked at my husband. I'm like, I am so sorry. Like, I did not know that that's actually what I look like not half that it's naked. it's about him or for him. No, but I thought I looked way better. Yeah. I'm so soggy. It's a joke. Like, I know I've had I'm, three children in two oh, years. Look, that's what everyone's been saying. And that's why I've been eating chocolate every day yeah. for three years. It's not okay. Like, I look so unhealthy. And look, I'm not one to get all caught up in body image. No, because you're not body conscious like that. No, I'm not at all. But I think I looked at myself and just thought, I look so unhealthy. Mm. Like, yeah, I'm it's just an actual health so- thing. Yeah, I'm just soggy. I'm like a ball of <laughs> soggy, soggy muddy mess. And I had no idea. Like, here I was mm. thinking I was like, oh, oh when you I'm do just- it in your own lighting, in your own flattering clothes and stuff. You're like, hey, I'm looking yeah, pretty good. Yeah, no, not nude, nah. <laughs> I had a skin cancer check the other day, and same thing. You have photos of your entire body, but in fluorescent lighting. Oh. And then they're like looking at the photo, zooming in on the moles. Oh and I'm my just god, looking. that's like a form of it was terrifying of torture. Yeah, it was terrifying. And like you're right, I'm a little person, but it, there's no like nothing firm. Yeah, so I'm like. Can you into keep my... us posted with how this goes? Oh look, you know I'm <laughs> calorie counting, whatever that means, and I'm just Are you trying doing your macros. Well, the reason I don't know what that word means, <laughs> but <laughs> what's a macro? But. I did the eight-week challenge because I knew it would make me go to the gym. Like, yes. if I was like, oh, just take and train when you want, I'd never go. Yeah. So. Well, good on you. Keep yeah, us posted. Yeah, thanks so much. I'll, I'll show you my after photos in a few more weeks. Okay, guys, that's all we have time for this week. Join us next week where we've got more WTF moments. Call us with yours. We'd love to hear them on 0289999386. We'll see you next week. And don't forget, This Glorious Mess Little Kids was brought to you by Mamma Mia. And this episode is produced by Rachel Hart. Ciao. Bye. Bye.